go. <laughs> I'm just starting now. You get your gas station oysters. You got a, you got a Fig Newton, a Weedy. What is that? A mini wheat? Nutter butter. That, that's a nutter butter. Uh, yep. Yep. Nope. Nope. Fig Newton. Oh, I was right. The following program contains scenes of violence, <laughs> good, good nudity, stuff, and mature subject matter. Parental discretion is advised. I didn't like him when I was a kid, but I like him now. Shut the fuck up, Adam. I'm officially an old person because I like old person food. L-I-W. from the crypt. Review. Anything else you want to say over the theme song, Adam? Anything else? Yes. All of it. <laughs> Welcome to L-I-W. Test on the Crypt Review, episode... Seven? I don't know. Uh, I'm Phoenix West. Someone want to go next? Anybody? I want oh. Frank to go next because he's got food in his mouth. It's episode eight. <laughs> <laughs> I just he's hit record. Smacking on some oysters. <laughs> go, Adam. I was told I talked too much, so I'm not saying shit now. Say so your you fucking name at least. Announce <laughs> yourself, son. <laughs> All right, I'm joined by myself, nobody else. So uh, <laughs> welcome to the show. Today. I I, yeah, yeah. Someone want to go next? Am I the only one that's going to say their name? Yeah, I'm still Adam Wilcox. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, I'm that guy. Frank looks, Frank looks like he robbed a liquor store, like Adam said. I, 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 this, like, I mean, I know what this episode is about, so it had to be shallow. I don't understand her motivations here. I really couldn't follow that character. There You're she, not alone. You're not alone. No. It, it, this episode made me go, oh... It's all going to be terrible. <laughs> We're not going to get to a good one, are we? Do, do you guys have friends that remember this show fondly? Like I, do. I do. I have friends. Define friends. Okay. You, you, do you have acquaintances, like people that you talk to? Like, oh, yeah, Tales from the Crypt. That show is great. Yes. Like you, okay. Because right. speaking of film school, we are just talking about that before we start recording. Uh, my friend Richard wants to be on the show. Trying to find a Sunday that I have free. He wants to be on, and he's really excited about Twilight or Tales from the Crypt. And he's uh, in for Rude Awakening. We haven't yeah. seen a good one yet. I man. think he's kind of on board with us though, where he's like, "It's bad, but I want to watch it," you know, sort of thing. Which is where I'm coming from. Yeah. Because I, but I also remember enjoying episodes as a kid, being like, "That was a great episode." And apparently, I don't know if that's going to happen. I, I, I don't really know. don't. I liked that movie that I went to go see that has the really kick-ass soundtrack, Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight. But I don't remember a single episode that stands out where I'm like, yeah, that show. That show is awesome. There just wasn't one. There wasn't that one story that I remember. I'm starting to think all the episodes should be called Never Go Back. Because it's just (laughs) all bad. It's just all overblown nostalgia and then you watch the show, and you're like, "Here, here!" Ca- oh no, that sucked. <laughs> Can we agree though that we now know why we don't see this on Blu-ray or DVD uh, frequently in stores? I want I it on Blu-ray. Call this the the Ren and Stimpy effect. Yes, Ren and Stimpy is a show that I remember liking as a kid, and then I rewatched it a little bit ago, and I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, this show's fucking terrible. This show sucks. Oh, it, it's actually bad." I, get I used to watch those too, man. They're not good. We no, just watched things. We didn't necessarily like them. We just watched them because they were on. Is that what it was? Well, especially HBO back in the day, because you're like, as a kid, you're like, oh, here, HBO, I get to watch HBO. There's some nudity, there's some swearing, there's some murder. And then you get a funny little story with a told by a little fucking puppet. 
and then you watch it as an adult, you're like, oh, that, that was it. <laughs> There's nothing else there. Well, to be fair, it was between this and first and ten, you know, and I just never gave a shit about football, so I watched this, I guess. Yeah. The show doesn't I hold up. I forward to, to uh, Nick and Knight as a kid. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Nick and Knight. Like, you know, get I don't want. I don't want to watch those. <laughs> I don't want to watch those. Do a, a, a Get Smart podcast. Well, we'd be the only ones, I bet. Get no. Smart's good. <laughs> you no. will be the only people on uh, the internet doing a Get Smart you podcast. Don't know, you don't know what kind of podcasts are out there. Some of them are my friend. I, I, I don't think there's a hidden community of Get Smart fans <laughs> that go to like conventions and listen up, Get Smarties. Let's get out there and uh, hit the streets. <laughs> I don't think that's yeah. happening, but. This Get Smart is, is a good legit, show. Though. My legit shoe phone for the convention. <laughs> yeah. I will be the envy of all the other conventioners. I don't want to talk about that fucking movie with the guy from The Office. I don't want to hear about it. The show's dead. And that movie's dead. And no, we're talking about the show. The OG show. And like the it seven may, TV maybe, movies. Maybe the nude bomb. Yeah. The seven TV movies they made out of that show. There's so many TV movies out of that. Get Smart Again. They did? Yeah, there's a bunch of them. I can't remember any yeah, other ones. The Nude Bomb was the last one that I remember, That just because it was called The Nude Bomb, and that really interested me as a kid. So Very disappointed, weren't you? <laughs> I was. I was hoping I was for a, a really sexy bomb mm-hmm. in there with some big-ass yeah. bomb titties. Yeah, I was hoping 99 would at least be like, we'd, we'd see some 99. A little more 99 than we saw on the TV show, but no, that didn't happen. Think about the number, though. <laughs> it's just two tits. <laughs> I always think about that number, Frank. Thanks, thanks for, <laughs> thanks for addressing that. <laughs> Isn't that where he went into the phone booth, typed in a number, and it would take him down below? Yep. Yeah, that's a good show. And he walked through all those doors for no reason. Yeah, yeah. And he had a he had a shoe phone, and they made fun of it on a Family Guy with the porn stash, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but unfortunately, today we're reviewing uh, episode five ten of <laughs> Tales from the Crypt. Came the dawn. Which is an episode featuring Brooke Shields and Perry King, who's just fucking terror. I, I, I just want to like hit this episode in the face. Yeah. So hard. He's basically fucking himself. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll hold this episode for you while you hit it in the face. You didn't hold it. You were just sitting there silently while I was hitting it in the face. You. I was distracted by Brooke Shields. I'm sorry. It's all right. I'm a red-blooded man. It's all right. Brooke Shields is great in this episode. I really do think she's a, a good actress here. And it could have went in an interesting way, but it just went down a rabbit hole that I called halfway through. Yeah, dude, definitely. I mean, Brooke Shields, dude, protons bounce off her nicely. Fuck yeah. That was like the creepiest thing I've ever heard, and it was... Not creepy at all, <laughs> but somehow it was extra creepy. If you said, I want to fuck her chin hole, I would have been less creeped out. <laughs> Both these people had butt chins, so if you're in the anal and chins, this is the episode for you. And I would have been less creeped out if you said that. But If, if they would have rubbed butt chins, this might have been a little more interesting. Can you imagine uh, if they just rubbed been... cheeks on their chins? Like, ugh. <laughs> Wonder if I could ever. Like they just kind of both go. Oh, is that good for you? Yeah, yeah. It's not illegal, is it? Uh, yeah. Lick my butt chin. Oh, I would have been less now creeped sp- out. Now spit on me. Yeah. Tell me I'm dirty. 
Who wrote this piece of shit? Do we know? So that was um, Ron Finley. Fuck you, Ron Finley. We get it. You like you like Psycho. you've seen you Psycho like, a single time. Yeah, you, you like Alfred Hitchcock. You want to blow his big Alfred Hitchcock. I get it. He wrote five episodes of this show, and then one episode of The Watcher, and then some documentary, and then never wrote again. I can see why. I don't want to get too far into it. I mean, we mentioned the psycho thing, but let's get there, you know, uh, naturally. So uh, we see Peter King. He's in the car. He's driving. He's on his little fucking cell phone that's connected to your phone, which my parents have and probably still have. Um, One of those things with the big giant buttons on the outside of it. And he's talking to some lady and um, clearly, clearly very jealous. And then he... We see Brooke Shields fixing her car in the rain, and her truck's not starting. She starts punching the shit out of it like E-Honda and Super Street Fighter. <laughs> like, ah, ah, ah. She's fucking it up. And then <laughs> he sees her way ahead of time. I thought he was going to hit her with his car because I'm thinking Tales from the Crypt, you know? I yeah, thought it was going to be a hit I and run thing. I was like, it's Brooke Shields. I mean, they're not going to kill her in the first scene right Well, there. she could have came back as a dead person and still be hot, you know? You know, something like that. Like, uh... Uh, creep show. Some, something like Creep Show where they come back from the dead. Phoenix Zombie Brook Shields would get the pick. Zombie Brook Shields is up there right after <laughs> she's in she's in line after Zombie Kathy Ireland. Z- zombie <laughs> Kathy Ireland gets whatever she wants. Anything. Brooke Shields might even be better, more attractive, but she didn't come around there in those formative age for me, you know? Like Schindler's List is a big erotic movie for me, and then Kathy <laughs> Ireland is right there. And then it was a while before uh, Cindy Crawford crept around. Yeah, I mean, you know, Kathy Ireland was right there when something was coming out, and you're like, what's that? <laughs> yeah. You could yeah. Put, drill a hole in the wall in her poster and just go to town. <laughs> but Brooke Shields had already yeah. came and went by the time I was done, you know, just starting to learn how to masturbate into walls. So <laughs> she was not. Kelly LeBrock. I don't know who that is. My bitch, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad that even Kathy Ireland is the last supermodel I know. Like, if you name anyone else after that, I don't really know who she is. I only know what's her name, Bunchin, because she's married to Tom Brady. That's the only reason That's I know her. That's a good her. point. I didn't think about that until just now. We, we in child's children in the '90s, we knew our supermodels. We don't fucking know any of them anymore. I have no idea. Like they, Naomi, they all what? What? They're all they all look the same. And who wants to fuck a broomstick? Yeah, they're all painted pieces of oak with nipples on them. I don't give a shit. Naomi <laughs> Campbell was the last one I heard of, but she seems like such a horrible fucking train wreck of a person that I don't want to fuck her because I don't want to get assaulted with a phone like fucking Russell Crowe out of a hot lady. Like, no thanks. Well, that was a spicy meatball. I don't want to deal with that shit. <laughs> like... He, uh, no, who was the other one? Johnny Depp. Who? <laughs> Are you saying Johnny Depp was a female supermodel? Amber Heard. Yeah. Oh, oh. Amber Heard poops in his bed. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow, what a what a nutcase. <laughs> she literally shits his bed. Do you know how hard it is to get shit out of eighty five scarves? Do you know how hard that is, Adam? Maybe a little sympathy next time. It's so many scarves you got to get that shit out of. Okay, you sit there in your ivory tower, not thinking about shit in your scars, and you're laughing at him, but the man's suffering, okay? <laughs> Case in point. What, Frank? 
Nothing. <laughs> so Brooke Shields can't <laughs> fix her car. He picks her up. She gets in the car. She takes off her shirt. She's in her bra in front of him, which if you have 1993 Cindy Crawford in your car in a bra, do you need that? Do you need to live the rest of your life? I guess I should say. <laughs> is the rest of your life going to be just a severe downhill disappointment or are you going to be like, maybe it'll get better? No, that's it. That's it for you. <laughs> Well, that's it. Unfortunately, it's that story that if you tell, fucking nobody will ever believe you. It's like I had Cindy Crawford or you know Brooke Shields, top you know in her bra in my car, wet in the rain, the middle of the night in my Porsche. Nobody will ever believe that story. Sorry, ever. I said Cindy Crawford. I clearly meant Brooke Shields. Um, but you're nobody's ever going to believe you, and your life will never get any better. And in that instant, you know it. And he should have been like. All right, so I'm just going to let you out here, have my car, because I'm just going to walk in front of the next semi, because that's it for me, right? We're good here. You're not going to touch me. <laughs> I know that. I peaked. <laughs> yeah, I peaked, and therefore, let's get in front of this semi and just ride this shit out of town, because I'm not, I'm not, it's, it's all downhill. Fuck it. No, he takes her to his cabin in the woods, which is... Is it really a cabin if it's made out of stone? Yeah, it, well, it's a cabin. It's made out of wood, the outside. Or to his castle. Or it's his... made out of money, Frank. <laughs> it's a really fancy cabin in the woods. because It's got, like, statues and, like, all this, these axes and swords. What's his house? Just, you know, brand new. You look like what? Like, like William Wallace's home. Just brand oh, yeah. New. Yeah. It was something. But then she... This is where I start to hate the fucking episode because she and while he's getting gas at the gas station uh, and she, he's getting like fucking, you know, Magnum condoms that won't fit. So he has to tie them off twice and then, you know, beef jerky for her. Oysters. She's outside in gas station oysters, which is a big fucking problem. So let's get to that in a moment, though. He's getting that inside. She's outside in the glove box stealing shit, like just whatever she can get her hands on stealing. So I'm like, did she need help or was she trying to rob someone? Because when later when they go to his house, she starts grabbing shit. She hears like a she hears his ex or his current girlfriend and gets jealous even though they're not together. And then she starts stealing more shit, being like that bastard. And then they start fucking, and then she gets jealous again. It none of it made any sense. I didn't know why the fuck she was there. I didn't know what her plan was. Was she was she trying to rob him from the very beginning? Did they actually fuck? Because the, the the camera cut out for a minute there. Did you just like bleep all that out so I couldn't see it? Or you think I censored no, this they, for you? <laughs> no, she, you guys aren't mature she, enough. I'm up and they, they heard something. They yeah, heard. I remember tying up. I don't remember if they actually ever fucked. No, they no, were doing a Gerald's game. Yeah, she got in her bra again. I was gonna say it would make her a little scan more scandalous if she fucked him and did all this stuff too. She'd been a little Sharon Stone. Did you get? Yeah, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I said, no, we did get to see her in a series bra, though. If you want to know where you can buy bras from, Frank's the guy to talk to. (laughs) We learned that. We had a long discussion there about Frank knowing exactly where you can buy your bras, because are you looking at the magazines on the the shitter? Dude, Victoria's Secret is just about the worst store to ever go into. I was waiting for him to tell me what model number it was. Apparently, you're not supposed to touch the mannequins. I don't agree, but I always I always give it a little tickle. Well, I told him about my poster on the wall of Kathy Ireland, and I expect to do the same to the mannequins. What's the big fucking deal? Exactly. 
I brought my drill and I'm my lube and I'm ready to go. You got mannequins? I'm here. Cheaper than sex bots? Fair enough. Yeah, they're expensive. Good God. I mean, what they have on the models on the, on the mannequins is going to cover what I do, the damage I do. So what's the big deal? I'm not drilling holes in their, you know, ribs and fucking those. That's what I'm saying. I'm going somewhere else with yeah. it. So, so what whatever. you're saying is, if 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 nobody sees what you did and nobody gets hurt, no crime was actually committed. Exactly. I mean, someone's got to empty out the bottom of that mannequin at the end of the night, and that's not on me. But that's their problem. That's not me. <laughs> If there's no body, there's no killing. I mean, yeah, just doing? some jizzy sawdust at the bottom of the mannequin. What's the big fucking deal? Exactly. And that's the story of how sex dolls were made. Damn right. Japan's got it right. The vibrator was literally the third fucking powered anything that you plug in to use, like ever. Period. <laughs> the vibrator was the third like piece of technology ever made that ran on electricity. Well, it also existed before electricity, but... Well, yeah, your hand, I guess. And or just a dildo. On it, I guess. Or just a but dildo. It was for doctors because doctors were getting carpal tunnel because they thought that some cures for women were for doctors to come rub them out. Yeah. And, uh, I talked so about this a couple episodes ago on my American Horror Story show. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. I mean, you know, if you want to finish what I'm, I was just about to say. So yeah, yeah gotta... they thought that women had all these made-up diseases like uh, lunacy and stuff, so they would masturbate them to uh, <laughs> to completion. Yeah. And I couldn't figure out what mm-hmm. the fuck the doctor got out of that because clearly the doctor didn't really think the woman could be cured that way. Well, fuck, guys, I was born in the wrong time and picked the wrong profession. Jesus Christ! Not too late to change. It was a whore, really? What? He was just a whore. He he, he was a whore. He'd show up from he he would show up, get paid. Rubber out and leave. That's a whore. So Adam, uh, become a whore. Or yeah, I was gonna say if you enjoy what you do, you never work another day in your life. Damn right. I mean, you risk it tired, but you never work a day in your life. But thank God for electricity, though, because they could just throw a couple double D's in that thing and and call it good. And just, <sighs> the doctor could sit there bored. Well, yeah, he won't get carpal tunnel. Exactly. You know, technology advanced doctors in so many ways. Like, forget all the, like, EKG and, you know, MRI and shit. You know, the vibrator was really the first, the first one. It, it sparked a revolution. Yeah. Let's get back to the episode, though. Um, he takes her back after getting their fucking, his gas station oysters, which sounds like he'd be spending the rest of the night in the shitter to me. That's all I hear, because... We talked about it because I live in Phoenix. I'm not getting oysters from anywhere, let alone a gas station. Holy shit, Adam, you live in Florida. You got a, you got better chances down there. But I still, even though I live in Florida, would not get oysters from a gas station in the middle of the night during a storm. I, I'm just, you're asking for it. You're already asking for it. That guy was already going to put Brooke Shields in harm's way. It's already Russian roulette. And down here in Arizona, I'm playing with a full chamber. And you, you out there in, in Florida are playing with, like, um, one bullet. Frank, you got one bullet, too, because you're, on the, you're on the, by the sea. I'm, I'm surrounded by water. We come exactly. That's I'm, what I'm saying. I'm literally surrounded. That's yeah, literally what I just said. Why are you arguing? Yeah. <laughs> Objection! <laughs> I, I, I am the last city you should buy fucking oysters from in a gas station. So... We are hundreds of miles from a from an open water source that would have. 
not a chance in hell those things are making it to your fucking <laughs> no. town and and like, them being fucking ice cold or fresh. There's no way. Here's the, here's how bad it is here with oysters at a gas station. I would feel better. Or here, here's the two options. I'll I'll give you the worst option first. Yeah, these came from the ocean, man. I totally got these from the ocean. My cousin you know, drove them over in his trailer, and then we got them from the ocean. They're totally legit oysters that were caught yesterday morning. They're fresh as hell. Or, yeah, these are bathtub oysters. i take the second option. If he told me they were raised in his bathtub, i go, yeah, all right, well, yeah, there you go. I believe you. As long as they were just killed or still alive, I don't know what. It's how funny it... that you should say that, guys, because where I live, I have on occasion seen people on the side of the road with a pickup truck and a cooler in the back of the pickup truck and a big old cardboard sign that says seafood or crabs or yeah, some kind called... of fish. Naranja. Yeah. <laughs> they're called fishermen. They're down in their luck. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've seen that on more than one occasion, and I've never once thought, man, I could really stop and buy something out of somebody's cooler out of the back of a pickup truck right about now. You know what? Nothing wrong. My colon can take one for the team. What? My colon can take one for the team. I'll go ahead and uh, toss this up in the air and see what happens gastrointestinally and just see if I, you know, explode all over the toilet. Let's just find it. Let's take it a fucking adventure. I don't think it's going to make it that far. You think you're gonna puke it up yeah. immediately? Oh yeah, within minutes. Um, it depends how strong your stomach is, but uh, you're probably better off if you throw it up. I hate seafood. Oh, well, there's obviously you have a little bit of bias there. What the fuck are you eating? <laughs> what did you just take a bite out of? I'm guessing gas station oysters. <laughs> yeah. Is that a? I, I hold on, know. a mint chocolate. What is that? It's got, like, layers in it. It looks like a... What's that fucking circle one that... It feels like you're in the Andes! That that candy bar? What is that? Oh, peppermint uh, Peppermint patty. patty. It looks like that with a stick form. Peppermint patty? Yeah. No, it's a uh, it's an energy bar. That oh. looks just like a peppermint patty, just a stick. So, a peppermint sticky. Yeah. No fucking thank like you. Doorstop. I, th- I, I thought it was chewy. It felt soft. But then I bit into it. I'm like, oh, wow, that's a bunch of layers of... Crunchiness. <laughs> oh no! Granola bars are always disappointing. Whenever I have one, every I've never time. been like thrilled when I had one. Like, yay! <laughs> Especially those Nature Valley ones where you're like, "Here's a but." Oh, my desk is ruined. My lap is it's ruined. Been all, it's been all downhill since they stopped making PB Max. Nature Valley needs to have like a, a little vacuum bag as, attached to your face as you eat it, because <laughs> otherwise you're just your lap is covered in oats. Like, no fucking thank you. I'm like a horse. I don't want to cover it in oats. I mean, you sit there long enough, a small forest grows on your crotch. <laughs> yeah. You know, you you know, know. It, in, in my car, it's always salt from soft pretzels and sashio shells. <laughs> I, I can't get enough of either one. You got wow, like let's a. Let's play What's on Frank's Floor for $500. You got, a, you got a valley of sunflower seeds growing in your floor mat in your car. <laughs> Just like. <laughs> It pistachio There's a race of people on his floor mats that have never seen a white man just growing <laughs> in the name. <laughs> You're picking them from the ground. I don't know. I don't know. Dude, um, pistachio shells just, you know, it, it's the gift that keeps on giving, really. <laughs> I mean, you eat, you eat the nut and then you suck on the shell and it's just, it's just magical. You said nut and shell or suck in the same sentence and 
That's yeah, all I heard. It wasn't dirty. I know. Crazy. Anyways, so, I'd still rather get venereal disease from a whore behind the gas station than to actually eat gas station oysters. I feel and like it would taste the same if she's like had them between her legs and was like, eat these oysters. You'd be like, okay. It tastes I the same. I'd rather in, in one of the towers during night, eat, uh, 11, all right, and then eat. eat uh, 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 I didn't hear a word you just said. <laughs> Not a word of it, man. He was still, he was still swallowing the granola bar as he was finishing his sentence. I waited so long. (laughs) No, because the level I was about to take, I, I kind of went. (laughs) I know the level. It was one of those times where I literally heard what you were saying and then waited, and I was like, "I'm gonna say, no, I'm gonna wait, no, I'm gonna wait, no, I'm gonna." I still don't know what he's saying. I'm gonna wait. No, I'm pulling the trigger now. Fucking pulling the plug on this. (laughs) Terry Shivoing this sentence. Yeah, because what, 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 what? Adam just got what I was saying. All right, oh, I just couldn't do it anymore. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, I was holding back. I was going to say I'd rather get I'd rather get AIDS from a hooker behind it. And then I thought maybe AIDS is too much. And then he went Terry Shivo. I'm like, fuck it. I wish I would lose my AIDS joke now. This is why I started off the first episode with the Schindler's List masturbation story. Because now we're just, it's whatever you want to say, just to go and throw it out. It's the ultimate icebreaker, <laughs> goddammit. And that's a true story, too. So there's nothing you can say to shame me. I don't give a shit. So <laughs> there's no reason for king shaming after you said that. Nope. So whatever you want to say, I'm just going to go ahead and say yes or no. And you know I'm true about it. So <laughs> we should probably get back to the episode, right? We're still on it. We're um, still on it. He brings her back to his cottage, and it's all nice and marbles, and he tells a fake story about an axe, and she holds it, and then blah, 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 who gives a shit later on? She goes upstairs to get dressed, and he, oh, first of all, he opened the safe and gave her a necklace that's from Queen Alexandra the Made-Uppeth, the 13th Made-Uppeth. And and definitely not from, you know, one of those roadside stores, you know. No, he didn't buy it from a pawn shop that was stolen from some fucking lady in Queens. He probably bought it from that same fucking gas station. That guy's probably got (laughs) some pearls behind the counter, you know, right behind the oysters. He's trying to give her pearls later. Damn right. (laughs) Break what? He was too busy wearing it, videotaping himself, yelling at himself. Dude had issues. Dude had some issues, which I, I hope to get into before we spoil it completely. But he goes upstairs. And when, when did I predict what would happen? Was it before this or during this? Halfway through the episode, not long <laughs> after they, they had the oyster mm. meal. You predict, I think it was right after you heard oh. the first voice. Yeah. No, it was. Uh, he goes. She goes upstairs to uh, put on his her, the clothes she's supposed to do. She's supposed to wear. Cl- I cannot speak at all. She's supposed to put on clothes. He sets them out on the thing. She hears something and she's like, "You bastard!" Because he has like stockings. And then she goes to the drawer and starts pulling shit out and stealing like someone's loose underwear. And then, then she hears a, a, an argument because he goes downstairs and has an argument with some lady. And that's when I predicted it. Because yep. it just seems so fake. And I'm like, there's a reason they're not showing this. He must be yeah. the lady, too. At that point, I said, if that's what this is, I'm going to be angry. And you were not uh, lying. Because you did say right okay. after the reveal, fuck this episode. Fuck, God damn it. I was like, I really hope not. You know, they went there. God fucking damn it. But I'm not surprised, though. It's one of the episodes where I... I, I like the first half. I really do. 
Everything before the, the reveal, they could have went so many interesting different directions, but instead they just went, well, fuck it, let's do Psycho. Yeah. Fuck it. Right down to the rain and the cabin and so many Psycho references, it was nauseating. I mean, it is, it, it was a horror anthology. That's what, you know, uh, the, the Alfred Hitchcock show was, so... They were just showing some fucking... Um... They could have done something interesting, though, not just blatantly rip off a, one of those popular horror movies of all time. <clears throat> I'm going to say something. Uh, as much as I complain on, on my shows and different things that I do on the internet about how bad writing is now, I watch Tales from the, the Crypt, and I realize that this has always been a problem with some shows. We just remember some older shows more fondly than others because we realized that they were better written. And yeah. over time we started getting introduced to more better written science fiction and horror. We quickly forgot about these shows because at the time that was as good as it was. And we were okay with it. Like we said, we just used to just watch things because we didn't have all this access to all these different things that we could watch. It, it just had to be whatever was on. And that's what you were restricted to. But I wonder how bad Home and Home Improvement would be right now. Home what? Home Alone? Uh, home Improvement? Home Improvement, you know. Um, oh, yeah. Time with Tim Taylor. Yeah. Tool t- um, I remember one time I saw Richard, what's his name? Richard, the guy, the second guy on that show. Uh, Al, Al Bundy? No, Al, what's his name? Uh, Al, Al Borland. Al Borland, yeah. Al Bundy was uh, married with children. Al Borland. In the Hollywood wow. parade once, and he was just like, hey, and everyone was just like, hey, that was 15 years ago. What are you doing? <laughs> it was so desperate and sad. There's hundreds of people. Considering that we only ever saw the top half of his head anyway, so how, how No, that was he, a neighbor. kind of had the perfect job for a while. Nobody knew who the fuck he was. He could go out. He was on a... He had Adam, a that was yeah. the neighbor. Yeah, that was neighbor Wilson. You're thinking of uh, Wilson. God. Oh, you're thinking of the, the actual, the guy that ran the hardware store. There's no, no, there's no hardware store. Al his Borland car- was his, he always wore cam- uh, yeah, camo colors. His, par- his partner with the beard. That's what you're yeah. talking about? Yeah. 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 yeah okay. Gotcha. He was on, like, and, hey, doing this, yeah, and, and nobody cared. Did, uh, yeah, and then he went and did that um, Survey Says show. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Family Feud for a while. Yeah. That was a career path back in the day. But what I'm trying to get at is, this episode, halfway through, could have went so many different avenues where she could have done this. Someone could have shown up and she has to get out of it in a certain situation. You know, I don't want to get too specific on like what I would have done, but like it could have, could have went so many ways where it would have been interesting for the show they were setting up. She could have tried to rob him, found out this happened, this is what really happened, this is the, the secret he's hiding. But it just went, here, remember Psycho? Okay, here's Psycho. Bye. And, and I'm getting a lot of that from this show too, man. There's a lot, a lot of these episodes that we've watched where it feels like they're loosely borrowed ideas from from better movies and shows, uh, being regurgitated to us dumb teenagers at the time because we probably never heard of that old show called Psycho. Fuck, I watched that when I was a kid, man. Yeah, and it's the like one, one of the first things I ever watched. The episode Pete and I did, uh, Undertaking Pallor, was just. Um, you didn't it? start with cartoons. I mean, goddamn. What? <laughs> Went right to Psycho. <laughs> I'm hardcore. 
the episode we watched my, was just a. My mom a... was into horror, and she introduced me to horror, and I started getting into horror as well. I'm not. I'm not. It's not my favorite thing. I, you know, family wise, it's, it's still the science fiction. But it, yeah, horror because she would want to watch these scary shows because she's scared easier than I did. So I would start. I would watch them with her so that she didn't have to be scared. So that's kind of where that comes from. Undertaking Pallor that I mentioned was just Fright Night. It was the exact same thing. They they suspect wow. the neighbor's doing this. They sneak into his basement. And they try to gather clues. And it was just Fright Night. And we're sitting there watching it like, okay, we know this is going. Like, I'm coming to think that this is pretty much all that Tales from the Crypt was, was just slightly watered down, regurgitated ideas from elsewhere or directors wanting to do their own version of, of things that they've already seen or things that they liked. Yeah. And I'm not digging it, man. Because that one we watched, all three of us, last week was um, on a dead man's oh. chest. This just sucked. It just sucked. All yeah. The, yeah, dude. But all I'm saying is, like, you know, the show did, you know, like, I mean, a, a lot of writers and directors and all use that show to, to jump off from, you know? So, of course, they're going to do what they know and they like because they can do the best job at it when the, at their first shot to do something. So I think that had a lot to do with it, probably. I mean, pretty much every actor in Hollywood, though, has been in Law & Order, but the difference is is those were actually written well and have held up over the years because they were written well. This show is not written well at all. And you think it is. If you're trying to remember any childhood, it seems like a really well-written, well-produced, well-acted, directed show. And it just finds out it's just disappointing, which sucks. Just had really good merchandise. It's a slightly dirtier Goosebumps. Yeah, that's that's literally what it is. And I mean, when we when I start, I just started going back and listening to the first couple episodes of uh, Twilight's in Review that I did, just going back again. And I mentioned in that show, the first episode, a bunch of things that pay off later. But first thing I, one of the first things I mentioned is there's like 13, 14 episodes I don't like. It turns out that is horribly inaccurate. There's like 45 to 50 episodes I don't <laughs> like. And it's just your memory going, this is a great because I was a kid. But no, mm. when you judge it like, as an adult, and you sit there and you actually watch it objectively, is there's some episodes that just aren't very good, and you got to accept that. We just reviewed Uncle Simon, which I like. Adam, you didn't like it though. No, didn't like that one. Frank, you liked it, right? Yeah, I liked I it. It. It, was, it was all right. Nuts. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow. Like, you know, if you just write this down on paper, what this is, and read it out loud, you'll you'll sound fucking nuts. No. <laughs> but the point is, the anthology shows are hit, hit or miss. Apparently, this one is just miss because I'm. What are we on episode eight? And so I, far, I'm dying to see at least one where we're zero. like, okay, that was it, clever, dude. They have to because they went how many seasons? Six, Didn't seven, they, like six or seven, seven. Yeah. There's and nine. Is it just all of us dumb kids watching this shit that kept it on, or <laughs> it must have been? There's eight, ninety-three eight. episodes. Ninety-three. I mean, you're only in the eight. Like around twenty, when they know a show's going to stick around, then you get the good, sh- the good fuckers to pop up because they don't want to, you know, waste their time with something that's just going to be a failure. Exactly. I've mentioned this on the show a couple times. Friday the Thirteenth, the series. It's it's a cornbally old show, but those even were written better than these. I well, would you, say well, yeah. you had the rules and and the world for you to write against. You know, I mean that. 
really is and, and those are essentially anthology shows too because you had all all of the the curious goods all the different you know artifacts that you could write an episode around but those were yeah. still written better than these and that was regular primetime tv and that'll probably be our next to go, never go back episode is, is that, Friday the 13th. that'd be cool yeah but yeah what i'm the point is we're i'm not going episode one episode two episode you know i'm not going chronologically we're we're choosing these at fucking random with this little bing uh, bingo hopper so we're getting whatever the fuck comes at us and so far i haven't liked one episode like actually enjoyed no I'm i like part of yeah. undertaking pallor part of it and pete felt the same but overall didn't really care for it it almost worked but no so so far we have no episodes to really enjoy but i still want to continue this little experiment of mine <laughs> and see what I happens think the three of us have more fun ripping these things apart than we do actually watching them and, and consuming what we see. I mean, not for nothing, man. Like, shadow play was hard to do because there's not much to exactly. say. It's just amazing, great, like, top one, number one, pretty much episode ever. Exactly, Frank. Because you're almost like... because you know, I mean, Adam, you experienced this too, reviewing movies. Where the, the angrier and the worst the episodes are, the movies or the TV shows you do, the better you're going to be on Mike because you're angry and you're making fun of it. And the you're better it is. To, like yeah. Westworld, for me, LAW Westworld Review is my, my least favorite show because I enjoy the TV show much. I have nothing to say. So I'm just sitting here like, that yeah, scene yeah. happened and it made sense. And then I watched the next scene and that was good and made sense. Anyway, until next time, you know what I mean? There's nothing to say. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, you're right. Yeah, the the show, the movies that you like, those are usually my least watched videos because they, they want to see me rant. They want to see me go angry. So I get stuck watching a lot of really bad horror because there's like maybe one good horror movie out of every ten bad ones. And I, I, I go crazy. I, I, I try to make each one slightly differently. But I'm always equally equally angry, and I want to just get it out of my system before it, it the moment passes. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Frank knows I'm in for a an episode I hate when I when I say the phrase, "Hold on, just let me go for a minute," and then I give him he gives me all right, and then I just go. That's when I know I fucking hate the episode, and I have so much to say about it. And this one, I mean, I, I could do the same thing. Like I just did a cartoon episode before you guys got on. Before before early we start recording, and I just fucking went off for twenty five minutes about the goddamn cartoon episode. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, the cartoons are are another thing. I don't get the point of the cartoons. I don't know why you need to make an R rated uh, HBO show into a cartoon for children that has none of the grit, none of the gore, none of the nudity, none of the anything that the actual show is about. <laughs> it's like you remember the uh, you know the gangbang films that you love on the Spice Channel. Well, we're going to make it for kids, but it's going to feature uh, cartoon versions of them, and they're not going to have any sex or swear, or uh, they're not going to hurt each other at all. But here's uh, Emmanuel in grade school. And you're like, what the fuck am I watching? Why am I watching this? But Phoenix, think of the children. It's a, it's a cartoon show for I do when I'm watching the rated R version with all the sex I'm thinking of the children. I try, And okay? the funny thing is, is even the rated R version with all the sex sometimes still winds up being boring. Yeah, that's the... Come on, seven. What? Just calling out a number. He's trying <laughs> oh, to get lucky. Okay. So let's finish up the episode real quick, because we <laughs> kind of forgot we abandoned it. 
She's upstairs, hears the argument, goes downstairs, sees a TV screen with him as a wearing a wig, yelling at himself, and then he chops her up with an axe. The end of the episode, so let's choose next week's episode. Shocking reveal with the little stinger noise to let us know that, oh my god, we didn't fucking see that one coming. And the bloody hand on the window. I gotta ball down. Ball down, guys. Straight out of psycho. Oh, for crying out loud, he dropped his balls. I don't care. I'm not going to look for it. Um, anyway. You got to look at it this way. At every point, somebody, their balls have to drop, and it's glad that it better that it happened now than later. I was just thinking of the guy t- from Hook. I lost my marbles. Oh, God. All right, here oh, we go. Maybe. So. Banger rang. <laughs> Banger rang gang. <laughs> I'm choosing next week's episode. Do you want to go ahead and. Uh... Holy. Go ahead and do your plugs. I am Adam Wilcox from RaiseLostFlicks.com. You can find my rants about pop culture and movies there. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at Raiders underscore OTLF. I'm on Facebook. Uh, mostly do YouTube videos, so check me out there. Um, I have a I have a plug. Uh, hey, Cuba Gooden Jr., can you hurry your ass up and get yourself out of, you know, virus doctor school and out of the Army and out of Black Hawk helicopter, you know, squadron training and out of, uh, you know, uh, uh, sniper, uh, snipering wildlife and shit? And can you go down to China with the little bird that never gets fueled with, with Raymond? And, How the fuck and are these your the plugs? And host... And bring them back so we give vaccines. I mean, Kevin Spacey's going to die, but we can save the ugly bitch with the big head. So, you know, Cuba. I mean, you know. So I know that's, where you can, that's where you can find Frank. <laughs> what the fuck did I walk into? What are you talking about? Adam, who did their plugs? I think you walked into a stroke. I think we just witnessed a stroke. <laughs> I walked into like a fucking drunken memory. Like, your father having a flashback from a war and you're trying to recount his stories. What the fuck just happened? No, this is the old man sitting behind a garbage can in the alley that you walk by. It sounded like part of that. Okay. It, who, who did it, their it plugs? Yeah, Cuba Gooden Jr.'s character in, in uh, you know, fucking um, Outbreak. Okay. Kind of makes you wonder what was in that granola bar. <laughs> Adam, have you done your plugs yet? Yes, I did, sir. Uh, Frank, finish with plugs. Okay. RedDragonsRadio.com. Are you serious? You didn't do your plugs? You, no, I you, went off on Cuba Gooden Jr. And you and your fucking exact... political agenda. So, third I, try, I dropped... I'm to wear a mask at work. I dropped two balls. I can't find them now, so those are lost forever. So, I drew G50. <laughs> Why are they so small? I don't know. They, <laughs> this thing... It's almost like a marble. If I hold it backwards, they fly out the back. So, that's what happened twice in a row. But I drew G50 which is only two episodes after the one we just watched. So it's episode 512, Halfway Horrible, which just lets you know right off the bat it's Halfway Horrible. So It's already fucked up. It, Even the title said, it's just that's saying, all we got. It's like if I call myself like Phoenix Six Second Sex West. Like I'm not going to disappoint a lady because I know she, I, I fucking told you it's six seconds. It's going to last that long. If I last seven seconds, you should be thanking God. So, I mean, if we're more than Halfway Horrible, we're, we're good. Makes you wonder if there's an episode called Stupid HBO Horror Special. Is it on there somewhere? <laughs> Is there a we'll title find just out. called Stupid HBO Horror Special? Shit Anthology, <laughs> episode four. We don't care. <laughs> yeah, because they had to know this sucked. The kids come for the puppets. They don't care about the movie. No. It's, yeah. it's true. It's true. 
That's that, what we remembered. We remembered the Crypt Keeper talking before and after the show, and we slept through the show, or we just left and walked away and left the TV on in the background. That has that, to be what it was. I watched the episodes. I just thought it was great. But it should that should be what you just said should be on the, the DVD, the little blurb on the front. Stay for the puppets, leave for the show. Like, like <laughs> fucking, just fuck off in the other room, watch whatever the hell you want to watch, play Nintendo. Who gives a shit? Anyway, come back for the puppet. Terrible. Um, but next week, or next time, or two weeks, however long, because I drew a cartoon that we skipped. Um, halfway Horrible, episode 512. Any, any other parting words of wisdom for Came the Dawn? Fuck that name, by the way. That title's not deserved. We didn't even know that the the crypt keeper said it right. I, I got it wrong. I, th- I thought it said uh, Kane the Kane the dog. It did sound like it. The beginning was on an airplane, but it, it was made of brick or stone brick. And so, he was wearing a tuxedo, which is not what flight attendants wear. So I thought he was like in a movie theater. They were flying to hell. So you, you know, it, well, it's gonna it's crash because it's made of fucking stone. So it makes sense. If it was trying to be an airplane, it looked like the airplane from. Uh, Plan 9 from Outer Space, where they just had, like, a shower curtain and two guys wearing flight attendant uniforms. It did. You know, it did look a lot a piece like that. cardboard. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit better production, but barely. Barely. Um, just as much puppetry, though. But um, go to liwstudios.com, liwstudios. Um, check out the other shows on there. I won't go into everything. Um, yeah. Lloyd Turing Wonderland on YouTube. Loitering your wonderland at gmail.com if you want to send us a pod or an episode idea. If you want us to do a specific episode that you love, I'd love to hear it. I would fucking love it. Right now, I would love to catch an episode that is great. My microphone is cutting out. What is happening? We're supposed to Batteries. Get... No, it's not. It's plugged in. His battery died. Am I back? Am I back? He's gone. We lost him. Am I back? I'm back. No, it's not the batteries. It's plugged in. Batteries aren't aren't plugged in at all. That was weird. Anyway, um, yeah, go check out all that shit that we do. Um, If you want to send an idea, I'll reiterate, even though I think you heard me, but loiteringwonderland at gmail.com. I would love to catch an episode you want us to review that you love because I would love to get to a good episode. And Because apparently the bingo balls don't give a shit about that. If you're a fan of this show, tell us what we're missing, please. Yeah. I would be amazed if somebody remembered the name of uh, an episode they loved. Like, I would just love to see that. They're out there. Dude, the one with the Crib Keeper is my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) The one that was like, oh, like, oh, it was almost good. The movie was great. You can sing that out. So I'd love to see some of that shit. But, um, yeah, uh, we'll see you back for... Either 308 of the cartoon drawn and quartered or 512 halfway horrible. One of those two. I don't know which one, but until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I'm Brandon. <laughs> we need an order. Minute, minute, minute. Because, because the last time you, you can go, I'm like, okay, might as well just keep it the way that we'd normally do it. It's just easier. Don't eat gas station oysters. It, it feels more natural, I think. Do you want to say your names again? No. Your names again. Got it. Names again. Anyway, so long, citizens.